Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. You are listening to broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios. This is Cruise Radio. Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker, and we are broadcasting live aboard Royal Caribbean's brand new ship, Quantum of the Seas. Yeah, from right here in Bayonne, New Jersey. And uh, what a great show we're going to have today, because first off, we're going to talk all about the features of this smart ship. Yeah, it's like almost all digital on here. Also, we're going to talk about the indoor skydiving, the C-Plex, you know, that's where the bumper cars are. And of course, the most talked about North Star pod that sits high above the ship, and it takes you over over 300 feet above sea level, so uh, looking forward to getting some interviews and comments on that. On this episode, we're also going to link up with a listener who has a couple of questions for us, see if we can answer them, and uh, we've only done this one other time, and we almost broke the technology when we did it, so we're going to see if we can connect and uh, do it live without uh, really breaking and messing things up here. But before we get to our first guest, let's learn a little bit more about Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas, like she's 168,000 gross tons, she's 1,141 feet in length. She cruises at 22 knots, 4,180 guests, 16 elevators, four bow thrusters. She's 136 feet wide, 16 guest decks, 1,500 crew on board here with 2,090 staterooms on board. So uh, a really, really big ship, but a fun ship and a well-laid-out ship. Very happy to see my next guest on the show because it's been about uh, 10 months since we've seen each other, Barry Vaudrin. Hey, it's great to be on your show again, Doug. Yeah, man. So here we are, Quantum of the Seas, dude. Well, I got to ask you because you're, you're getting off as I'm coming on. What has been your first impressions of this ship? My first impressions are this ship is a, a major game-changer in the industry. There are so many guests gadgets and amenities and cool things that you see on this ship that are on no other ship in the industry. Did I see a robot making drinks when I, when I just walked by a bar? There was a <laughs> the robot bar. I forget what it's called. <laughs> Bionic bar is yeah. what it's called. But not only does the ship have robotic bartenders, but it, does, did I see a skydiving area and it's got a big contraption on the top of the ship? This ship it's like a floating amusement park. It really is. I mean, you can do things on this ship you can't do on any other ship I've ever seen, like the the iFly, where you can do the simulated skydiving. I mean, it, it, it takes about an hour to go through the whole thing, and it's just incredible. It gives you the best skydiving experience without having to jump out of an airplane. Have you ever been skydiving before? I've never. I've always wanted to go skydiving, so yeah, this is a treat. Yeah, I'm very curious because uh, I've been skydiving five times, and uh, now to do it simulated, it should be an interesting uh, compare and contrast type thing. Uh, Since you've been on the ship a couple days, any dining suggestions for me? You know, this ship doesn't have a main huge dining room. It has a lot of... um, Separate dining rooms, unique dining rooms. There's silk, which is kind of an Asian theme, and uh, but there's a ton of places to eat on this ship that are uh, – so you choose the type of dining you want. If you want like meat and potatoes kind of thing, you know, you'd go to that kind of restaurant or if you want uh, a light, kind of a light food or gourmet food or Asian food, whatever, you can find it on board. Crazy. I always say this, and uh, I always feel like I'm repeating myself, but I just walked onto the ship for the first time, and it looks like a very nice land-based resort. You can't even tell it's a cruise ship when you're walking on this thing. It's very similar to walking on board the Oasis or the Allure of the Seas. They're so massive. They're like being in a huge resort 
this ship is just like that. This is the third largest cruise ship in the world and uh, uh, behind the Oasis and the Allure. And it's just uh, the spaces are, are vast, but very well designed. In closing here, your final thoughts of Quantum of the Seas. My final thoughts are, hey, it, it, this ship is great for families, for um, couples. It, there's so many things to do on board. Um, but the one thing that they have on this ship that you that is really important is the crew. The crew does such an amazing job to make sure your cruise is fantastic. And you can have all the gizmos and amenities and all the latest technology. But if you don't have a great crew, then you don't have anything. But this ship has it all. Very good. Barry Vaudrid from Cruising Authority. Find him at cruisetalkshow.com. Good seeing you, buddy. Great to see you again, Doug. Did you know that Quantum of the Seas is longer than five Boeing 747 jetliners? Mike Faust from cruisecurrents.com is here with me right now. How's it going, dude? It's going swell. So here we are aboard Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas, 168,000 tons. So not as big as the Lauren Oasis, but not, uh, it's a little bigger than the Freedom of the Seas and the Freedom-class ships. With that said, Mike, what do you think about this ship? I mean, what were your first impressions? I got to say, for a ship this size, I'm very impressed with the interior feeling. It's a big ship by industry standards, but it doesn't feel that way. It feels very cozy and intimate. Very, and it's a very unique ship at Royal Caribbean. Totally new direction. Very interesting to be sailing aboard. I got to say, like, whenever I saw this ship and the plans and the prints and the press conferences and press releases that came out, a lot of the stuff I thought was a little gimmicky, like the North Star big pot on top of the ship and the bumper cars and all of that. But this ship is loaded with so many cool features, and uh, it's not a gimmick at all. That was the exact word I used to describe it. For the industry, a lot of the stuff that's on board the ship is a big leap, a, very, a quantum leap, if you will. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so, like, especially North Star, I was very skeptical about the concept of it. I'm thinking, this is not a cruise ship. This will not work. But i got to be honest, especially North Star is my favorite feature on board. It is very cool and works perfectly. It's such a unique feature for the ship and for the industry as well. And we'll talk about uh, the North Star, uh, the Ripcord by iFly and Cplex a little later on in the program. But let me ask you this first, dude. Uh, what were your first impressions when you first walked on this ship? I mean, this ship, it was funny. When I boarded, I thought this is definitely a celebrity ship. It had, it's had such a different feeling from what you, people expect in Royal Caribbean. I think it's a good thing because they're changing it up. I mean, they're, they're setting a new standard in a way. If you ever sailed the Celebrity Solstice class, this ship reflects a lot of uh, the features as far as the main passageways from the corridors where the guest staterooms are to even the main public areas. And uh, talking about guest corridors, let's talk about the staterooms because this ship has over 2,000 guest staterooms. Uh, there's like 16 family-connected staterooms. We did a tour earlier, and it has the, uh, what do you call it, a virtual balcony? Yeah, it's basically like a video screen, but it, it projects a live image of like the corresponding side of the ship you're on to your like interior stateroom. It's a it's a totally new concept. Never, or I mean, it's been slightly done by uh, like Disney before with the portholes, but uh, the virtual balcony, totally new concept, and it's it's pretty unique. It's pretty cool actually. The staterooms I thought were very airy too. Like you walk in, and one thing I can appreciate that is uh, when there's enough power outlets. But not only power outlets, they take it a step further, and they have two USB chargers in the staterooms themselves, and also plenty of closet space. Like uh, I mean, there was just me and Craig on this sailing. But if I was with a girlfriend or somebody, you know, women bring so many clothes and they cruise. But I feel like there's enough space to put to bring three girlfriends if you wanted to. 
I mean, I was really impressed with these state room sizes. I mean, the word I used to describe it was deep. I mean, these seem they seem like way deeper than usual. So there's like there's more of a living area with the couch and the desk area, but then you have plenty of space like for a, the bedroom and the 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 bathroom is even. I don't know. It's it's all done very well. It's totally different. It's not your. It doesn't seem like your standard cookie cutter stateroom just thrown into a box and put on the ship. It's very in the bathrooms too. Uh, it's not a long narrow bathroom. It's kind of a I guess you call it a, a large square bathroom where in the shower has the shaving bar for the girls on there uh, and all that. And the balconies are actually pretty deep too. I think the balcony is uh, six feet from when you step out to the side of the sh- uh, or to the end of the balcony rather. So let's talk about the public areas on the ship because one thing I notice about the ship as well is there's a lot of public spaces, but the ship with 16 passenger elevators, the ship has a really good flow. It does. I mean, it never feels... I mean, Royal Caribbean's done a pretty good job in the past with, like, crowd control. The ship really never feels crowded, even though there's a good number of people on board, but the spaces on board the ship have actually totally blown me away. I mean, even just sitting here, we're sitting here right now watching uh, the promenade, people walking by. It's really cool, because typically you don't have spaces like this where you can just find a nice little spot to sit down, relax, and people watch. So it's a really cool concept on the ship. Do you have any favorite venues or favorite public areas on the ship? I love the C-Plex. Yeah. It's such a cool, I mean, the bumper cars are definitely top three. North Star's number one. But the bumper cars, the they have the, the circus and the trapeze in there, roller skating, uh, basketball court. Such a cool... It's, such a, it's just it's one space, but it can be so many different things. One of my favorite things in Cplex uh, was the bumper cars. In fact, I think you and I did it like three times today because uh, I think it's a great way to take out aggression and stress you have. <laughs> You're not going to find one angry person in the ship. I mean, if you got and if if you can find something to be mad about on the ship, you can have the Cplex and take it out on your fellow <laughs> cruisers in a small car. I know you were talking earlier on in the program that you are a big fan of the North Star Pod, which sits on top of the ship and goes up. Up over 300 feet above sea level and it's really cool and we'll talk about that after the break we'll be right back you're listening to cruise radio part of the iHeartRadio talk network how many times have you said that'll never happen to us vacations are a big investment with both time and money and they should be protected for over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. Six years. Nine years. Ten years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. For more reviews and photos of Quantum of the Seas, check out cruiseradio.net slash quantum. So earlier in the broadcast, we were talking about linking up with a listener today and testing the technology at sea and the internet uh, connectivity and all that. So we have listener Kristen Ladwig from St. Louis, Missouri on the line with us via Skype. Hello, Kristen. Hi, Doug. How are things landside? 
cold. I can only imagine it's freezing up here in the New York area. What's your first question, Kristen? So I've done 12 cruises, but none on Royal Caribbean. Mm -hmm. So why should Quantum or this new class of ship be my first Royal Caribbean experience? Now, a couple of years ago, I believe, we had you on the show and you did uh, a Solstice-class ship, right, in the Med? Right, Celebrity Equinox. Yes. So this ship has a lot of similarities to the Celebrity Solstice-class as far as the decor, uh, the modern-day furnishings, and how airy everything is, and a couple cool little quirks as well. Uh, So I think you'll like it in that respect. Um, Also, the technology. I know that you and Scott, you love technology, and y'all are both uh, technology geeks like myself, and the robotic bar bartender on this <laughs> ship is unreal. You go up to a tablet, you order your drink, and you watch this bartender make it. Everything from shaking it, if you have it shaken, uh, putting his hand at the soda machine, uh, the liquors on the, on the ceiling, uh, pouring your liquor the drink. It's just a really, really cool experience. The third thing, Kristen, is dynamic dining because there's no more main dining room. You now have Chic, American Icon Grill, Grand and Silk. Each venue has their own unique cuisine, and it's a really good. But aside from those four restaurants, you also have venues like the Cplex Doghouse, which is located uh, aft in the Cplex, which is like hot dogs and uh, all those toppings. A little, a little f- uh, food truck at sea, you could call it. You also have Sorrento's, which is the pizza joint. You have the Cafe at 270, which is like paninis, salads, and soups. And you also have the specialty venues. You have the steakhouse. You have chops on there. You have the Italian venue, and you have a couple other ones as well. So plenty to eat on this ship. Uh, What's your next question, Kristen? What do you think makes Quantum a game changer for the cruise industry? I think a lot of things make this ship a game changer. For one, the technology, you have the wow bands, which is kind of like Disney has down in Orlando uh, with their magic bands where everything is linked to a bracelet on your wrist. You can get your key card access. You get uh, your onboard spending account is attached to it. Also, if you want to skydive and all that, it's all linked right there on your wrist. So that's a really cool thing. Um, another game changer, C-Plex. So much things to do in one little area. Bumper cars, trapeze lessons, um, a basketball court. Roller skating, just really, really cool there. The North Star Pod, really, really neat. And uh, 300 feet above sea level, I think it's 322 feet actually. Like, where can you get that? And also, of course, the indoor skydiving. I've been skydiving before, but doing the ripcord by iFly, I love it because you actually get to do 15 more seconds of free fall than if you were actually skydiving. I should probably add that nothing costs extra. The skydiving is free. The bumper cars are free. The circus trapeze lessons are free. And the uh, missing one, the North Star pod on top of the ship is absolutely free too. And especially where cruise lines are very revenue intensive these days, I think it's cool that they're not charging anything for these activities. Kristen Ladwig from St. Louis, Missouri. Thank you so much for linking up with us via Skype through the ship's Wi-Fi. And uh, we didn't break anything. Yay. (laughs) Sounds good. Thanks. Did you know that with 2,090 staterooms, Quantum of the Seas has more guest accommodations than the Waldorf Astoria Hotel? So before the break, we were talking about the North Star pod that sits on top of the ship, and it goes up over 300 feet above sea level, which is really cool. But And we were talking earlier in the program as well that it kind of seemed gimmicky at first, but... Dude, it's totally not. Like, what were your thoughts of the C-Pod? And kind of for the listeners, explain the whole process. Yeah, and like I said before, too, I was very skeptical when Royal Caribbean announced this. It just didn't seem like it fit in with the cruise experience, but I was totally proven wrong by it. So basically, uh, for those of you who don't, who, who don't know about it, it's basically a small pod. Or a small pod fits maybe like 20 people, maybe max, and it sits right above the Lido deck, and you board it, and 
it starts to elevate you into the air, and it's totally like you can see 360 around. It's glass paneled, and it takes you like all the way, like almost like what 300 feet up into the air above the ship. So you got a really cool vantage point, like the Lido deck, and like forward the bow. And they can even t- take it over to the port or starboard side of the ship. So you're hanging over the water. So you're going to have a cooler view of, like, the ocean below, like, where you're heading, the side of the ship. And we're out here in the Atlantic, so there wasn't much to see and is in landscape. But when you're, like, in a port like St. Kitts, St. Thomas, where the ship will be sailing, it's a, it'll be a very cool vantage point to see some of these cool, like, Caribbean islands. Well, even yesterday, whenever we were docked in Bayonne and you were going 300 feet up in the air, you're basically overlooking New York City. You have the Freedom Tower there. You can see the Empire State Building, the Chrysler Building, and all those areas. Like, the skyline of Manhattan was super, super cool as well. You never know who's going to wander into the Cruise Radio mobile studio here. In fact, Craig Zabransky from StateAdventurist.com is with us right now. And uh, we were, uh, Mike and I were just talking about some of our favorite features aboard Quantum of the Seas. And I know you have one. Definitely. I mean, the ripcord iFly is going to be the feature that I'm going to take home with me and remember the most. Like you, I know you recently went skydiving for the first time in Europe. Yeah, it was, it, it's unique because the advantage of doing iFly as opposed to skydiving for yourself, I'd recommend skydiving, but I tandem jumped. So I had someone else. Very limited instruction, actually, in Costa Brava, because, I mean, he, he's going he's gonna to jump, he's going he's gonna to live, you know? So he's just like, do what I do. But when you're in there, you get the ability to kind of free float on your own and, and experience it, like, by yourself. And I think that's, that's definitely the takeaway. The most is what I'm taking away from that experience. It was amazing. It really, truly was. I like the fact that you're like 250 pounds, and whenever they, whenever you went to get into the to the uh, wind tunnel, they cranked it up to 67 percent, and like we all had 50 percent, they dialed it up a little bit for you. I was, like, I think I was 74, 75 percent, but I mean, I like how you're putting weight on me every time. I mean, if you keep inviting me on cruises and I keep coming, I might be 250 soon. <laughs> One cool thing about Ripcord by iFly and the C-Plex with the bumper cars and then also the North Star is that everything is free. Like, you wouldn't expect – cruise ships are so onboard revenue intensive these days. Like, everything is um, – I don't want to say nickel and diming, but everything there's – a, there's a fee attached to every single thing almost. But with this whole flying free and being launched up to space free, it's a pretty cool concept. I was I, for me. I was surprised that it was free. I mean, Royal Caribbean done in the past like ice skating and rock climbing, but this stuff is such a step further. Like you know, like skydiving simulators, uh, observation pods. I was expecting a price, but you know what? I mean, it's a great value. I mean, you're already paying. I mean, a good amount to come on board the ship, and I mean, I think it's great that it's included. I know you're not a huge cruiser, Craig, but when you see things like Ripcord, uh, this indoor skydiving, or you see things like the North Star Pod on top of the ship, and you don't see a fee attached. Uh, is that surprising to you, not being a frequent cruiser? Yeah, I I would assume there is a f- there would be a fee attached because I I agree it's not just cruising. I think a lot of places are trying to get you there, and then they they I don't want to say nickel and dime exactly. You don't want to say that, but you know they charge fees for premium products, and this is clearly a premium product. I mean, when you jump in there, this is a, an, an amazing experience. It's not like something like you know rock climbing. I think you you build the rock wall and you're fine. I think it's great to have, but like you need instructors. You need to go in there. You need you're you're like jumping out of an airplane simulated, you know, on, on a cruise ship, which is interesting. And I think one of the things about North Star, which was really great too, was is the fact when, when I was up in North Star, I was able to see the actual eye, eye fly, the ripcord thing, and I saw one of the instructors going up and down and doing his tricks. Because for us, the, the, the common folk, I mean, we just go in there and we 
we we float, you know, <laughs> like that's it. But I mean, at the very end, he shows you all the things that you can do. And uh, it was really cool how they go way up and come way down. It was cool to see that from the North Star looking at the entire cruise ship and actually getting able to see that, too, was really a treat for me. One of my favorite venues, Mike and I were talking about public areas on the ship. And last night, the music hall, probably one of my favorite areas on the ship as far as public spaces go. Absolutely. For me, too. It's like when you walk through like decks four and five, you don't really feel like you're on a cruise ship. And I think that's something special that Quantum Sea does. And that's where the music hall is. And it's between the two decks. It has an upper deck, which I thought was great for a concert venue. It really felt like there was no way when Bon Jovi was living on a prayer out there and like the songs are cranking. I, I never thought at all like, oh, my God, I'm on a ship. I'm, 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 I'm at sea. But you are. It's, it's an amazing venue. Moving on to the dining then on Quantum of the Seas, because so long to the main dining room, uh, there's Silk, American Grill, Chic, and Grande or Grand. But there's also a lot of venues you can go, specialty venues, like uh, we're recording right now right outside of an Italian joint over there. You know, last week, Mike, we were doing a show aboard Regal Princess, which is Princess Cruise's new ship, and we were in the Horizon Court in the buffet area, and I was a big fan of their buffet area. But this one is very, um, it's almost the same, but a little different. One thing I've noticed, there seems to be a lot more seating. And I'm actually, I'm, I like that because in the past, I mean, on past Royal Caribbean cruises I've been on, I know there's been seating issues in Windjammer. They seem like they finally worked out the kinks on this one, and it's, it works really well. I love a very airy and open dining room, too. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a very sterile kitchen, and gosh, you have amazing chocolate chip cookies there I as well. Say, I, think, I think you love the chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. I was like, when you were saying love, I was like, he's got to go there to yeah. the cookies. They have that whole bakery section where they're baking bread right in front of you and cookies and everything. Um, and uh, I'm going to agree, the chocolate chip cookie was quite tasty. I had one or two. Well, and other, other food options on here, I mean, you have the 270 Cafe, which is backed by 270, which is one of the, the show theaters here uh, on the ship. You also have the Sea Dogs up there in Seaplex, where there's all these hot dogs that you can get with all kinds of crazy toppings as well. And then uh, there's a couple other venues on here that you can actually eat for free, not like sit-down places, but grab a quick snack or whatnot. But you also have your steakhouse. You also have your Italian eatery. You also have a pub on here with some pub food. Yeah, I, I mean, to sum it up, the food, like, we were at American Grill tonight, and we were in Chic last night. What were your impressions of the food? For Royal Caribbean, the, the phrase I'd always heard in the past was, with Royal Caribbean, quantity over quality. And I think the way they've broken down these restaurants into smaller venues with uh, like certain menus, they've gone quality over quantity now because they can focus on these smaller menus. And it works because I'll be honest, um, this is some of the best food I've had. On, well, it's the best food I've had in Royal Caribbean, hands down, and some of the best food I've had at sea in my 19 cruises. What did you think about uh, last night and tonight? Well, definitely American Grill or American Icon. It was Icon. I mean, when you go in there, it feels like the, the menu with the flags and the kind of... I love the concept of how they've taken uh, food from around America and kind of... Yeah, they put their little spin on it, but I mean, they brought some of the best food. I had Thanksgiving dinner tonight. I wanted to try it. I was very thankful to be here. I'm thankful <laughs> to be on the radio show right now, but it was done really well. And like everyone could relate to a lot of the foods from the mac and cheese to the to the chowder as well. I mean, even desserts and everything. And you know what I liked also was the waitress came over and she actually gave recommendations. Yeah, she said which was the most popular, which was surprising me because the ship is pretty brand new. I didn't know there was popular items already. But I mean, what I really thought was like, and she's like, oh, definitely try this. Or she steered me in a direction. And for a late night cocktail, she's like, you need an old fashioned. Yeah. And she, she queued it up for me, which I loved. And uh, hey, stay old fashioned. 
This ship is very digital intensive. There is the uh, the app you can download and you can navigate your way through the ship and also sync your reservations up through that. Not only the app though, uh, the Photoshop. It's all digital. It's like a bunch of robots are in there. And speaking of robots, the bartender, you were there today, uh, the Bionic Bar. I did. I went to the Bionic Bar and ordered a drink and you could create your own and go off the menu. And uh, it's, it's really fun to create your own because you get to mix everything you want and you actually get the robot, which kind of looks like I've, I've had the pleasure, can I say such a word, of going into like an auto plant in Detroit area and watch how they build cars. And it, that kind of robot is exactly seemingly the same arm or so that's that's shaking your cocktail. And it's here on the drink and like they pulled down the liquor and it, it was really, it's cool. It's definitely like when you come right on the ship, it's right there, one of the main decks and it's like, bang, everyone's saying and photographs of it as a long line and all that stuff but it was great it's great to watch and today i actually had to it was great to drink from it too i'm not gonna lie how was the experience like was it pretty easy to get your drink and all that it really was and it I, everything went off my, my my wristband, which is like wow time. I guess it feels like a watch, right? I mean, and it's like you put your name down and it tells you your name. Yet you have to plug in how old you are, what year it is, you know, your date of birth. So it's like they stop that, but it, 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 and you you get to select what you want. You pick what you want, and if you don't really want to go through all this technology, just boom, pick one of the pre-made drinks already, and it's right there for you. And boom, it takes a second, and then it tells you where it's coming. You get to watch it in queue, and then you come over and you you see what robot makes it, and then boom, it's either it's one of the, the four tracks, and you plug your little wristband back down, and then oop, it slides to you, and there you go. That is so cool, and you're talking about these wristbands, or wow bands, as they're called on the ship. They're uh, very reminiscent of Disney's magic bands that they have down there in Orlando right now for the resorts, where everything is attached to this one band we have on our arm. This kind of technology is very cool on a cruise ship. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, in my opinion, Royal Caribbean designed this ship with my generation in mind. Yeah. I mean, this is something that's totally different. It's very futuristic. I mean, I love these wristbands, too. That's nice. You can just walk up to your door, wave your arm. You're in your stateroom. You can walk out of your stateroom without thinking of your C-card or whatnot. It's really nice. Definitely the fact that you could get in your, your stateroom with it, I think, is a big plus. You know, I mean, granted, like, looking at the photos from the Ripcord iFly today was great. You, you plug your name up, and you do whatever you're going to do digitally, which is great, because you don't look at your actually physical photos. Actually, everything digitally, and then you can print them and buy them, etc. But also, like, everything on this list. Best part too, they don't demagnetize with your phone. Yes. Yep. And we've got to talk about the entertainment venues on board the ship here because you have the Royal Theater, which is like the main show lounge or show theater, but you also have 270 and 270 is in the back of the ship and uh, all I could say is wow. Yeah, it is pretty incredible. I mean, it's a it's basically a two-floor lounge uh, but it's 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 a theater as well, but it's not like your traditional theater. We have rows of seats. It's like a lounge setting with tables and chairs where you can socialize. And then the best part is you have all these robotic TVs that move around the stage to create cool backdrops. And even the windows in the back have like shades that drop down and they can throw projections and movies onto them to set a cool backdrop to the performances going on on the stages in the front of the theater. And in the front of the ship, there's the Royal Theater, which has Mamma Mia. I know, Craig, you live in New York City. You're right there in the thick of all the Mamma Mias and Lion Kings and Wicked's and all that stuff down there. Pretty cool to have Mamma Mia on a cruise ship. Yeah, it's great to have any Broadway-type show on any ship, I think, for an entertainment purpose, for sure. Uh, Mamma Mia, is a, it's a favorite. It's a global favorite, so I think it'll cater to all audiences, regardless of where the ship eventually you know, sets sail. I want to get y'all's final thoughts of Quantum of the Seas. Mike, you go first. 
I love the design. It's such a new direction for Royal Caribbean. Very unique, very cool. Uh, I think I tweeted out earlier in the week, the ship is hipster. I like it. So I've never actually heard cruise ship and hipster yeah. in the same sentence. So uh, props for that. What about you, Craig? Well, I mean, for me, when I first came on, I was like, it's much bigger than any ship I've ever been on. It was enormous or ginormous, however you want to describe it. And at first, I'm like, all right, it's a cruise ship. But now that I've experienced it a little bit more, uh, it, it does have a little bit. It definitely has the technology. But there are certain moments, I think, for the first time I've been on a ship where I don't feel like I'm on a ship. If we want to find you online, where can we go? Visit our website at uh, cruisecurrents.com. Sure. Stay adventurous. I mean, it's great to be back on. It's at Stay Adventurous, Twitter, Instagram, etc. And also the stayadventurous.com. And- yeah, definitely. So, and by the way, if you want to catch any of our sunsets or uh, photos from Quantum of the Seas, head to cruiseradio.net slash quantum. Uh, you'll see it all there. Or our Facebook page, facebook.com slash cruiseradio. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining me. and uh, It's been awesome. And uh, we can finally get out of this hot cocoon and go uh, to the music hall and go watch the Journey cover band play. That's going to be uh, pretty cool, huh? Dude, it's another journey, dude. Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios aboard Royal Caribbean's Quantum of the Seas. Watch off your head. I'm Doug Parker. Yes. <laughs> I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.